Hey there, friends. Welcome to the Taking Your Next Step podcast from Collegians for Christ. Through each episode, we will journey together focusing on knowing what you believe and why you believe it. If you are eager, like I am, to strengthen your faith, then take your next step now by joining us in today's episode. Before we jump into this episode, I want to give you just a quick word about the upcoming college and career retreat in February 9th and 10th, hosted at People's Baptist Church. And so just want you to be able to mark your calendar, save the date, whatever you need to do. We'll have more information, more details coming out soon, but you can also get the details that are there at cfcretreats.com. So let's talk about this, the inner struggle or the inner battle that we all face. Uh, I want to look at that on the next few episodes. I believe it's something we all can relate to and also want to try to give us some help as we face this internal struggle. You can think about two friends or two siblings, right? Uh, maybe you're an only child, so you have to think about it in the fact of having a friend. But if you have other siblings, uh, maybe one of you wants to do one thing and the other wants to do something completely different. Now, the one will try to convince you that you need to do this while you're going to try to convince them that they need to do what you want to do. And so you're going to go back and forth and try to lay out your best sales plan, if you will, uh, to lure them, to uh, tempt them, to attract them, to get them to make a decision to do what you want to do. Now, it may be surface, it may be easy, or for sometimes friends and siblings, it can turn into aggravation or an even an argument because no one is willing to give in. But at some point, either one will give in to the other's desire or each will go on their own separate ways. Now, as we talk about the internal struggle, this is really how Paul begins to describe the two natures that you and I as believers battle. There's one trying to tell us, hey, you need to go and do this. There is another that is trying to say, hey, you need to go and do this. You and I are caught right in the middle, and you and I have the free will. You and I have the ability to make our own decisions about what we will and what we will not do. We're talking about the flesh and the spirit. You and I are caught right in the middle of this battle, and it's something you've already battled with today. It's something you've battled with multiple times today. We see the little cartoon uh, characters maybe on a shoulder. You see the devil with the pitchfork. You see the angel on the other shoulder. Now, while that's kind of cute and cartoonish, there's a little bit of truth there because ultimately the flesh, Satan, is drawing us one way, tempting us. We just talked about that, how Satan is a roaring lion walking about seeking whom he may devour. And so he is on our shoulders, if you will. The flesh is on our shoulders saying, hey, you need to do this. And it's leading us contrary to the word of God, contrary to truth. At the same time, the spirit is on the other shoulder saying, hey, you need to do this or you don't need to do that because the flesh is wrong there. And you and I are caught right there in the middle. How do we know what to do? How do we know when to do? How can we win the battle between these two? And so I want to look at that. We're going to look at a few verses in Galatians chapter 5, uh, where you may be uh, familiar with this passage known as the fruit of the Spirit. But Paul begins to contrast very vividly here the internal struggle that you and I face. He says this in Galatians five sixteen. This I say then, walk in the Spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusteth against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary, the one to the other, so that you cannot do the things that you would. So think about it. When it says they're contrary, that's the 
the little picture of the devil on one shoulder and the angel on the other, they're contrary, they're opposites. They, they can't go together. And so there is a command, a very powerful command here between the flesh and the spirit. And the, the command is powerful and to the point. He says, look, walk in the spirit. That's the command. And as a result, you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. So we understand we're commanded to walk in the spirit. On the flip side of that, we're also commanded not to walk in the flesh. And so we fulfill this command by walking in the spirit, not in the flesh. This is God's answer to the power and influence of the flesh in your life. And all of us would say the flesh is powerful. All of us would say, hey, the flesh is constantly trying to lead me down the wrong path. We would say, hey, the flesh has a strong draw on my life. It it tempts me. Uh, I struggle with it. I do personally. I struggle with my flesh. I struggle with my flesh all the time. But God has not left us here as believers just to uh, live uh, without victory or victorious lives. No, he's given us the Holy Spirit that you and I can utilize moment by moment, day by day, whatever situation we're in, wherever we may find ourselves at, whether in school, uh, whether at work, whether out on the beach, whether we're playing sports, wherever we're at, God has given us the secret, if you will, to living a victorious life, and it's found in the Holy Spirit. So we see that there is a command here. It's very blunt. It's very clear. Walk in the Spirit. If you do this, you shall not feel, fulfill the lust of the flesh. But we also see there's a great conflict. We keep hearing that word, lusteth, against the Spirit, and the Spirit against the flesh. And we understand this lusteth. Lust in the Bible means a strong desire. And then it goes on to say, because they're lusting against each other, they're contrary one to the other. That means they line direct opposition to. They're complete opposites. You see, the flesh has a strong, constant desire to suppress and silence the spirit. Think about that just for a moment. The goal of the flesh in your life and in this internal battle that you hear in your mind, which we're going to talk about because that's where the majority of the battle goes down, is in your mind. The flesh has such a strong, constant desire to silence, to suppress the spirit so that you cannot hear it. Paul talks about grieve not the Holy Spirit. How do we do that when we let the flesh suppress? We let the flesh lead us. We let the flesh rule us. We're commanded in Ephesians 5.18, be drunk, be not drunk with wine. Excuse me, make sure I get that correct. Be not drunk with wine wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit. Meaning the Spirit has to have control, just as that alcohol would have control over one's mind, over one's actions, over one's words. Uh, The Holy Spirit is to have control. And so when we allow the flesh to suppress the spirit, we're allowing this flesh to control us. How do we do that? We allow in that internal battle within our mind, we say yes to the flesh and ignore the spirit. You see, the spirit at the same time has a strong, constant desire to suppress and silence the flesh. And so you and I are caught in the middle. There's an attitude of mutual opposition to each other, the spirit and the flesh. They're working contrary. It's like two magnets on the wrong end. They will not stick together. They will constantly force each other in different directions. And you and I are caught right there in the battle. And can I say this? This battle causes great hindrances in a Christian's life. Do you know the battle between the flesh and the spirit causes great hindrances in your life? 
The flesh causes you to do things, causes me to do things that I know are contrary to God's word, causes me not to do things that I know I should do. What you and I should do in following God's word, what you and I should do with with what is right, with what is moral, with what is ethical, what you and I should do in justice issues in our culture today. You know, Paul described this battle well in Romans chapter 7. It's almost like uh, when you read the passage, it's like a, like a word play almost, the way it goes back and forth. But he says uh, this. He says, for, well, let me back up just so you can get the context. He says, for we know that the law is spiritual, but I am carnal, sold under sin. So he's comparing the law and sin, and he's comparing our flesh and the spirit. And he says this, for that which I do, I allow not. For what I would, that I do not. But what I hate, that I do. If then I do that which I would not, I consent unto the law that it is good. Now then it is no more I that do it, but sin that dwelleth in me. Then he goes on, for I know that in me, that is in my flesh, dwelleth no good thing. For to will is present with me, but how to perform that which is good I find not. For the good that I would, I do not, but the evil which I would not, that I do. Now if I do that, I would not. It is no more I that do it, but sin that dwelleth in me. And so what is he saying here? He says, look, people, I face a daily internal battle. I want to do right, but I struggle to do it. I don't want to do wrong, sinful things, but I struggle not to do them. Why? Because the flesh is there. You have the flesh that tries to rule and dominate your life. But at the same time, as a believer in Jesus Christ, if you've called out to him, you've accepted Jesus Christ as your Savior, you've trusted him as your Savior, then guess what? You have been sealed with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is uh, one of is, is part of the Trinity, is God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. So you have God, the Spirit, living inside you. It can never be taken away. It is a gift that is given to you to guide you into all truth, to empower you, to live out the, the teachings of God's word. It's ref, the Holy Spirit is referred to as the comforter, the spirit of truth, and is given to you to empower you to overcome the flesh, that battle that you go under, just like Paul. I want you to understand you're not alone. Young person, as you're walking around and you feel like you're the only one that's facing the temptations, the struggles, the sin, no, you're not. I'm the same way. Your parents are the same way. Your pastor is the same way. Your school teacher is the same way. Your, your, your coach is the same way. We all face this. The flesh is powerful, and our weakness and desire for the pleasure of sin hinders us. The Bible says, look, there's pleasure in sin, but for a moment, it seems exciting. It seems pleasurable, but guess what? There's always severe consequences. There's severe uh, troubles. There's severe uh, mental anguish, physical anguish with sin. And so this flesh draws our attention and in turn is doing this to draw us away from God. It crowds out our focus and, and our time away from God. And so as the flesh draws us, how does the flesh draw us? You and I give in to the flesh. The battle that goes on in our mind, you and I say yes to the flesh and no to the Spirit. We grieve the Holy Spirit, and that's what causes the great hindrance in our lives. But can I say this? The battle is constant, but you and I can win. You and I can win. 
Let me go back to Galatians chapter 5, and we don't read it for the whole sake of time. If you want to read this passage, we're going to look at it a few different times on your own. Uh, I think that would be great, but I'm going to miss where he talks about the works of the flesh and the fruit of the Spirit, and we're going to sandwich this with the two last verses. He says, if we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. Let us not be desirous of vain glory, provoking one another, envying one another. And he back up the verse 24, and they that are Christ have crucified the flesh and with the affections and the lust. So think about this. They that are Christ, if you're a believer in Jesus Christ, you have crucified the flesh with the affections and lust. So you have the power. The victory is already there. You have the power within you to overcome the internal battle, the internal struggle that you face every single day. You possess the power to say no to the flesh. If you are saying yes to the flesh, it's because you want to. It's because you like it more than, because you're putting it first and God second. He says, if we live in the Spirit, what do you mean if we live in the Spirit? If we abide there, uh, we've talked a lot on our episodes about being a follower of Jesus Christ, about abiding in Him from John chapter 15, and how we'll, we'll produce fruit, much fruit. He says, if we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. And how do you walk in the Spirit? You follow behind the Spirit. You allow the Spirit to lead you. You listen to the Spirit. You follow the Spirit's direction in your life. That's how you walk in the Spirit. And look, we go back to verse 16 as we sandwich this. This I say then, walk in the Spirit, and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Are you tired of losing the battle? Are you tired of not living a victorious life? Are you tired of the temptation leading you into sin? We must remember, too, that temptation is not sin. It's our movement on the temptation. It's our uh, willingness to fall into or make the decision to proceed further or for, uh, for you to take the second look on the woman, whatever it is. The temptation is not sin, but when we act on that temptation, that is sin. And so... If you're tired of living a defeated life, you're tired of the flesh ruling you, you're tired of that internal struggle, I wish I could tell you that the struggle is going to go away. I wish I could tell you that one day your mind's going to be at peace. It will when we see Jesus Christ and we're in heaven. But as far as here on earth, until you and I meet Jesus, until the rapture of the church or you and I die and go to heaven to be with him for eternity, you and I are going to experience this internal struggle. And it rages. There's sometimes I wish my mind would just stop. There's times I wish I could just say, I'm, I'm done. I'm tired of the battle. I'm tired of the struggle. Because it's wearisome. It wears you down. But guess what? Walk in the Spirit and watch the promise here. And you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. If you're tired of leading a defeated life and you want to live a victorious life, let the Spirit of God lead you. Let the Spirit of God speak to you and follow the directions, follow the leading, follow the influence, follow the Spirit where you know you're supposed to go. How do you know? Follow truth. Follow Jesus. Walk in His steps. God the Father, God the Son, God the Spirit. As you walk in the Spirit, guess what? You're following Jesus Christ. As you're being a follower of Jesus Christ, you're walking in the Spirit. And the works of the flesh, which are in this passage, you're not going to do. But you're going to do produce the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. And so one more time, the promise, this I say then, walk in the Spirit, 
and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Thank you for taking the time to listen. If this podcast has been helpful to you, please share it with a friend or subscribe to stay up to date on the latest episodes. You can connect with Collegians for Christ online for more information and resources at cfccampusministry.com.